Hello, and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. And joining us now on the program, he is the founder and editor-at-large for your online source for Lakeland News, lakelandnow.com, lkldnow.com. Barry Friedman is here. Look at my life. Good morning, man. Uh, Is this old man thing about me? (laughs) I do not believe that this would have applied to you when the song came out. I was in my 20s. You were not old. I was in my 20s. You know, I saw Neil Young once at USF in the uh, arena there. Really? And it was when he was in his punk stage, and this was a probably the second loudest concert I ever went to. Really? And I was praying for him to either do something quiet like this. Yeah. Or if he did Hurricane, I would be forgiven, but he didn't do either one. Oh, goodness. He had a punk face? He definitely did. A, A garbage opened up for him. Okay, that's you know, interesting. I gotta look that up. Speaking of, <laughs> uh, speaking of Bear being in his twenties, I saw you posted a picture of yourself when you I were like, you, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, you look great." Oh, man, when he was take like, a well, look at cool, my dude. life. I'm a lot like you." Okay, I like these kind of songs. Oh, Neil goodness. Young. Neil Young. Uh, He's not very right. young now. No. He's not young at all. Neil Middle-Aged. Yeah, Neil Middle-Aged. He's uh, older than middle-aged. When he was the Y in, you know, in CNS, CSNY. Yeah, right. you know. Right. You know uh, John Cougar guy. could change his name a bunch of times. Yeah, John Cougar Mellencamp. Neil Young can John change Cougar, his name to Mellencamp. It's Johnny Cougar, so I guess. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Cougar. Yep, Johnny Cougar, you John Cougar. Neil Young can change John, his name, you know. Yeah, John Cougar, Mellencamp, and then John Mellencamp. Four names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, he had he, a lot also of Also, John Cougar he went by for Yes, John Cougar. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyway. I don't know why he couldn't make up his mind. So uh, mm. last time I was on the radio, we talked about an update, and now we've got an update to the update. We talked about what was going to go on and where uh, Peter Pitt used to be, yes. right? Yes. Actually, oh, yeah. at that point, we were I... talking about the fact that Descent had said they were closing, but yeah. then they decided they were going to be able to stay where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they apparently worked out something with the new owner. They yes. did, and now we know who the new owner is and what they're going to yeah. do with the part of the building where Peter Pitt was. Please inform us. Well, the new owner is a guy named San Joaquin. He lives in Lakeland, 36 years old, and he owns the two Bedrock Wings restaurants. And I should say prospective owner because the property hasn't closed yet. It's supposed to close today. Mm. Presuming it's going to go through. Uh, He plans to close the Bedrock location on US 92 East and move it downtown. So it'll be where Peter Pitt used to be. Okay. Now, one of the things he's planning to do is open it up late. So it's closing at either 9 or 10 on weekdays and 1 or 2 on Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, smart. That's so a good a idea. a place for people to go late at night. So he is offering to hire the former Peter Pitt employees as well as bringing his old employees back from, oh, um, wow. yeah. from US-92. Huh. That's super nice of him to do no, that. I'm that's, sure that Taco awesome. Bus is going, oh, no. No, that's good for Taco Bus because they need some competition if they uh, like late at Friday and Saturdays because that's the only place to go to. So be, it you know, it's always good for like friendly competition. Oh, so sure. Nice. Right across the street, you can yeah. have your choice now, wings yeah. or tacos. That's excellent. Anyway, we've got an interesting new coffee wings shop that opened Saturday. Where? It's on Orange Street near Ingram. It's called the Kitty Cat Lounge. Oh, yes, yeah, I saw that. retro 1950s <laughs> mm-hmm. look. They had a soft opening? They did. They had a soft opening 
Friday yeah, Ma- night. I was there. They had some amazing pastries that apparently they're going to be selling there. Mm-hmm. I met the owner before she opened. Cindy, yeah, Cindy Scott. She's great. I've known Cindy mm-hmm. for a long time. They apparently had a hard time getting it open. Yeah, I mean, it seems like everybody takes longer to open than they think it's going to take. Well, she says uh, she indicated that there were some issues with the city and stuff that stopped them from getting open faster. Huh? But Aren't there always issues with yes. the city? Are they going to have cats there? <laughs> they have cats there, They are there, going yeah. to have cats? They have mm-hmm. cats there. Yes, they have cats there. There is, so the front room is a traditional coffee shop. They're serving, you know, all the coffee drinks, mm-hmm. uh, Coffee's by Ethos Coffee, roasted right here in Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elizabeth is a wonderful person if you haven't met her yet. Um, pastries and juices come from local entrepreneurs who operate out of Catapult, but the back part, it's a separate room. You can There's a big picture window so you can see it. Go in, go in the back and play with your kitty cat. Yes, you can go it's back a and play with the kitties. Mm-hmm. So there's cat eight cafe. kittens at yep. all times. Um, can you bring your own cat? No. I don't no. think so. They no. are working with Saving <laughs> Paws Rescue of Florida, so people can pay to go in the back and pet kits, kitties, mm. and play with them. Um, and you can adopt them. Uh, Paws Rescue will uh, screen prospective adoptive homes. and um, uh, You're going to get judged. <laughs> exactly. Right. cats? Yes. The overall aim is to reduce the rate of cat euthanasia, which apparently yes. is particularly high in Polk mm. County. Yeah. So Florida apparently is the number four state for Oof. cat euthanasia. Oh, my goodness. And Polk County seems to be the, the top it, county. So that's Florida. why Randa sends a lot to Maine. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why you've got a spay and neuter. Yeah, like yep. Bob Barker said. Exactly. Yep. Spay exactly. and neuter. R.P. Um, Bob Barker. Did you see that they have that new, where Louis Max used to be? Did we talk about that already? No, I don't think so. There's a new um, sushi place up there I in the same that. building. It's a uh, Massa Sushi or yeah, Sushi Massa, Pitman. I think. But Louis Max was that. a standalone restaurant way down south, right? Yeah, but it hasn't been it operational. Hasn't been, for, no, no, I mean, like empty. you said in the building, a sushi place. So yeah, they've taken the part same. Of it? No, it's like the whole, they've taken okay. over the whole building. All right. Uh, but it looks great. It was a lot of fun. It was really nice. Very busy because they had like an op- like a, a, a grand mm-hmm. opening. So I had one more thing, or actually yes. two more things. On Friday, we had another sinkhole opening up off Scott Lake Road, mm-hmm. uh, just south of Fitzgerald. It's almost exactly where it's there the was the same a, property as the old one, right? Exactly. It's an artesian. The one from June. Day it's not away well from that, for that area. Property. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's uh, a private property, Scott isn't Lake. it? Yes. It is Stay property. Away. Like, you're not going to, like, drive into it. No, it's... No, no, no. But um, you know, obviously people who live nearby are a little bit worried, although mm-hmm. the county said it's not getting bigger, it's not threatening any homes. Uh, this one's smaller than the last one, and the owner said that they're going to be filling it in just like they did the first one. And it's, I mean, it's not like they haven't had sinkholes in that area before. Yeah, like, hey. Do you remember when they had sinkholes in the bottom of Scott Lake and the lake drained? And the whole lake disappeared. I was like... What? Well, didn't the lake just go into a hole? It, yeah, it drained That's into crazy. the sinkholes. Yeah. Yeah. I think there so was like was, three. The lake just got smaller. Is it a movie or was it a TV show where the people fall through and end up in another oh, a Silence of the Lambs. universe or something? Oh. Oh, that's called under above or under uh, yeah, below. Something, yeah. It had, it had um weird. what's his face from when uh, Thanos, that guy. Mm-hmm. From uh no, that's, an, it that's was not interesting. The one. No, that's, that's what fine. she's talking about. Yeah. You're not talking it's about the new. TV show? It's new, new right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has. Uh, what is his name? Uh, I'm not uh, with that one. Thanos. They got to play Thanos. He was in Marvel, the purple guy. Are you looking? It's it up? The, it's no. the son of the guy it's from Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yes. Guy's got He's a, in that movie. In that show. Amazing recall. 
I know. Well, uh, amazing recall. No, but there's a TV show where the they, people in LA fall into a sinkhole and end up 10,000 years ago. Oh, that I was. That That's is cool. also. Yeah. I didn't think of that one, but I was talking about this one. Is that like the 4400? No, Outer no. range. Outer, yeah, Outer that's, range. What, that, that's mm-hmm. what you're talking. That's yeah. what I was referring to. Yeah. Now, now, I do remember the ones you were talking about when I was driving in that took place in the 50s and 60s, but I think that was my prime TV yeah. watching era. That one you're talking about, Lauren, is I think it's only one season right now. Yeah, I think that's what it, it was. ends very strangely. Yes, you but more. there was also the other one that he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I forget what it's it's called. Uh, La Brea. Oh yeah, yeah. La Brea okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw the La Brea. Tar pits. My brother used to live in L.A., and it was a little bit kind of down the street from there. Yeah. Anyway, I've got finally a farewell to a news photographer who seemed to have hundreds of thousands of friends. Oh all my God! Over yeah, Lakeland. I saw him all the time. Yeah, and everywhere. I'm He's kind of shocked because yeah, yeah. you're uh, close to the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Michael Wilson, uh, known to many as Mookie, he died last Sunday. We could go Sunday. He mm. was only sixty-one. I know to some people that might not sound like only, but it's a heck of a lot younger than me. Mm. Um, he had a had a stroke, very unexpected. Oh my gosh! Uh, he was a photographer at the Ledger for twenty eight years, it's and he nice spent the last. Wow! <laughs> I could drop dead at any time. Yeah. You know, uh, we all could. We all could. That's there's, this, this. there's a Buddhist saying my wife likes to remind me of, and I wish I could remember it, but something like you know, breathe now might be your last, something like that. Breathe now, breathe. Mm. I don't know. But yeah, that's it was it was a very succinct way of expressing that whole idea that you never know. Mm. That's why I tell you, stop living in the past, don't think about the future, live in the present. Be present now. That's why I, they call it a gift because it's not guaranteed tomorrow. I need to do that better. Um, anyway, uh, Mookie spent the last seven years as a freelance photographer, and he also wrote a fishing column for the mm-hmm. Ledger. If, yeah. if any, if, if you know him, you saw that he always wore pretty much the same outfit, no matter where he yeah, was. Exactly Jeans, right. a pretty well-worn, aqua-colored fishing shirt. Yep. And a mirror lure uh, visor. Mm. Did kind he just of, not have any clothes? He just that's yeah, what that he was wore. his style. Now the one time I saw him dressed differently, actually. He used to shoot uh, photos at the Lakeland Symphony Orchestra, mm-hmm. and the first time I saw him do that, he was wearing his usual uniform, but I think they told him he needs to upgrade that, so he <laughs> had like a pair of black pants and a black shirt you for things like the symphony. Other than that, he was either wearing um, right. you know, jeans or camouflage shorts mm-hmm. and, and fishing gear. Um, I always figured like the vest, like a fishing vest was like so, because he had all the pockets, so he could hold oh, all so this because he always stuff. was photographer. He was all his stuff. Right, he was you all know, his accoutrements. His his mm. photos. So I thought that's where he kept all of his extra little right. tools and gadgets. Probably lures. Yeah. So oh, that, and fishing lures. Yeah. So mm. uh, Kimberly Moore wrote a really touching remembrance of Mookie for the Ledger, and, and Gary nice. White did one for the Ledger. And after uh, they wrote them, just tributes poured in. You know, the the Facebook comments were were really incredible. Yeah. Just, he touched so many lives. Uh, well, everybody knew him. Yeah. He, everyone knew him, you know. Because uh, he was know, everywhere shooting Exactly, pictures. you know. And I've thought for a long time that it's the photographers at the newspaper who knew everybody. They were yeah. all over the community. Yep. Personal contact with them and oh, yeah. uh, in a very, very personal kind of way. Mm. Yeah, we had more than one beer together. I'll say that. 
And uh, as a fitting tribute, I think there might be a few beers uh, at his memorial. Uh, oh, probably. Celebration. Yeah. All right. Uh, Barry Friedman is the founder and editor at large for LakelandNow.com. It's LKLDNow.com. It's your local online source for your local news. There's a newsletter on there you can sign up for. Also, a an events calendar. You can find out what's happening in and around Lakeland. Check out the events calendar on LakelandNow.com. Barry, always great to see you. Good Thank you, you very much. See you next time. And Dr. Bruce Anderson from Florida Southern College joins us now. Good morning, Dr. Bruce. Good morning, everybody. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm just okay. The Mocs tied St. Leo last night in men's soccer 1-1. So nice. Kind of. You know, it was actually a really good game, and Sister the guys kiss. played well. Uh, Leo played well. They always play as tough, and so. But anyway, mm. a 1-1 tie. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least they, it's a tie, they call, not a well, loss. But they That's call good. that a sister kiss. A sister kiss? Oh, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. It's I a guess. Sister yeah, kiss. I get it. Because, okay. you know, you didn't lose, but. You didn't win either. Yeah. I mean, it goes into the into that neutral gray area turf yeah. in the middle of the scoreboard. You just so, watch you know, out. You don't mind if, you, if your sister gives you a kiss, but you'd rather kiss somebody. Yeah. Unless you get <laughs> right. those players that, like, love lose, like love tying. Or if you're in West Virginia. And you're Virginia. like, you're kind of weird. Who loves tying? Why Nobody loves tying. I don't know. <laughs> I was making Indeed. an illusion. I don't too. think anybody loved tying That's last right. night. Liked... That was a hard fought game. So, what is on your mind, Dr. Bruce, this Impeachment. morning? Impeachment. Again. Oh, no. Again. Our, third, our third in the last five years. That's or whatever it is. It's ridiculous. I mm-hmm. mean, come on, guys. Um, you know, I, I think that if we had solved for the economy and we had solved for world, you know, a spread of COVID and we had solved for the shipping news or, you know, whatever it is, then, yeah. okay, then you can go and impeach somebody, but we, we don't have time for this. Well, I mean, and, and let me just point out too, that Dr. Bruce also, the first time Donald Trump was impeached, said how stupid that was as well. It so, was, and it was stupid when Donald Trump was <laughs> impeached the first time. Yeah. And, and for the same kinds of reasons, Yeah, because you had a, you had a split Congress, you had a situation where, um, it was only going to benefit the people that were backing the impeached person. Mm. Um, I'll tell you, if you're in a red district and, um, you know, if you're in Franklin's district, for example, it's 80 percent Republican, very, very red. Mm-hmm. You can make statements about that and say, oh, I think he should be impeached and I think we need to get busy on this and, and, and light a fire. Mm-hmm. But what if you're in upstate New York in a 52-48 district? where you've just won by four points Mm. in 2022, just shaved the margin to get in there. And you know you did because of the independents and stray Democrats that came over to your side because you said all kinds of practical policy things. And now you've got to back this. I mean, I'm telling you, they are backing it because they really don't have much choice, but they are not going to win. And I think this impeachment thing, if they carry it on very long— I think that's the end of the uh, Republican majority in the House. I don't think there's much question. Um, there was a piece in uh, Politico Nightly that uh, ran down all the numbers on this and went through it a district at a time. Yeah. Um, and they, I wish I could remember who had – it was a pair of people that, that often write these kinds of things. But they went through it geographically and they said, and where they are losing – is going gonna, is gonna to hurt at the presidential level because they'd be losing in Arizona and Pennsylvania and Michigan and there's a district in Iowa that looks like mm. that too, which is um, 
So it's, it's very, very dangerous. Uh, referred to as purple, pla- uh, purple places. Well, no, I mean they're they're competitive districts. Mm. Is what they are. Purple. I, I've never understood that. It's like the two mix or something. They don't. Well, mix. The, I always meant. I always thought it to mean that uh, that area could go either way. Correct. Um, actually, a lot of these districts are actually Democratic districts that went for the Republicans the last time. Mm. You know, there was a there was kind of a. There wasn't a red wave last time, and the Republicans could have done a heck of a lot better also because of Mr. Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a pink wave, and, and they took a lot of those competitive districts, yeah. as, as they should have. And um, taking competitive districts is how you win when you're in the minority, right. and, and Republicans are in the minority. And so strategically, they did a, a pretty good job in some of those places. Um, but, man, in 2024, I don't know how you – you know, you're already facing down – a couple of issues that are just gigantic on the horizon yeah. that are undodgeable for the GOP. You know, you don't want to add to the misery by doing this. Well, and, and this is something that I've been thinking about. We actually talked about it on, on the program because we just passed the 22nd anniversary of the September 11th attacks. Right. And what is it going to take for us to be unified as a country and as a people um, Aside from a terrorist attack on uh, one of our biggest cities. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't even want to think about something like that. Right. I mean, that's I mean, unity it, out of, it, out of necessity, know, really. Um, necessity, desperation, yeah. uh, tragedy. Yeah. We don't want it to rise. I think what it's going to take is um, for some of these. And, and, you know, when Mitt Romney retired yesterday, I don't know if you noticed this. I did. The, uh, a senator from Utah yeah. uh, and former presidential candidate for the GOP. Mm-hmm. When he retired, uh, he gave um, what I think was was a, a pretty sharp speech there, saying basically, uh, these oldsters have to get out of here. Mm. It's time to leave the stage. He says, I'm leaving late. But what do you say about somebody that's 85 that's in there? Right. What do you say about somebody that's 79 that's in there? And he's nowhere near that age. And, yeah. and he's leaving because he says, look at, you know, I don't want to be the one that creates the world that the young people have to live in. They're the ones that should have to create it. Mm. Um, in his usual, you know, kind of sensible way. Yeah. And um, I, I think he had a really good point. I think that's what it's going to take. We're going to have to get rid of these people that are that are shrieking and stamping around at the top, you know. And and that's on both sides of the aisle, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, Biden should not be running. That's ridiculous. Mm. He's just too old. But I mean, it, I'm an old guy. So, I wouldn't run for – I never have run for office and never yeah. would. But if I were in office, I would think about – Maybe it's time to go to the Bahamas. Or well, I did hear uh, I did hear um, people say uh, that if you vote for Joe Biden in the next presidential election, you're basically voting for Kamala Harris if she if remains she as running. If she remains nominee, as running, which she probably won't be. Um, uh, but what are you getting Why if you vote for Donald be? Trump? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm just saying it, it, it's never good when he's a youngster. You have to make a choice from uh, two bad things. Oh yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. Uh, I was, was going to say, I was gonna say like the that, South though. Park reference, but uh, I can't say that on. Yeah. Can't no, say you that don't, on don't say that on here. Uh, it, but it, yeah, it always kind of feels like that, uh, at least a little bit. Evils. Well, yes. it, it does because these people are at the mean. Yeah. They're at the median. They're average. You know, in they terms make everybody of, happy. I guess. So. But you can't make anybody happy. Yeah. that's the rule of politics. And the higher you go in the echelon, the more you find that's true. Yeah. When you're at the at the presidential level, I mean. We're a country of 336 million people Yeah, with different interests and different ideas. And, mm. you know, we're, we are divided at the individual level. But we shouldn't be divided, 
you know, into two camps. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, it's that's where we are, though. There, there's a huge gap in the middle. There's a huge well, but they should learn from from what what Mitt did because you know Mitt has been an effective policymaker for as long as he's been in politics, and you know the temptation to stay has to be there because he's looking around him and seeing people that are not doing what he does, mm. and say you know there needs to be at least one of us in here. Right. Um, but he left anyway, and I think that that takes guts. All right, Len, Nick, Lorianne, Sharon. All here with Dr. Bruce Anderson from Florida Southern College. Good morning, Dr. Bruce. Good morning. We have a gigantic studio. Uh, yeah. You want well, to bring in another? I think people? we have all of the available <laughs> mics uh, being used at the present time. So those are the uh, ones. You mean the ones that work? Yeah. We well, that's, one what, more. that's why I said all all available ones. We Should have given one. We have another one, one oh, and we have one in the drawer. So we have two that are not being used. No, that's currently. headphones. You're thinking of headphones. Oh, mics. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. Because that <laughs> mic doesn't work in there. It yeah. still has a sign on it. So is anybody going to fix that mic? What are we um, going to well, do? Well, unfortunately, that? our engineer passed away. So uh, that sign is a permanent fixture. That's sad. It might in be a while before. before. Does that mean you're never getting another engineer? No, that's no, that true. doesn't mean that. It's just yep. that's that going to take a while is to what get that somebody. Means. In They're going to so. hold that position empty in honor. No, that's not true. Brass plaque can't fix headphones. That is not true. That's also sad. He was really good. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to replace people like that Mm -hmm. when they've been around. You know, I mean, it's not just, you know, it's not obviously not just the technical side. You know, you're used to seeing him. He's Mm. a good guy and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, their their technical expertise is something that gets, uh, you know, they know the institution. They know your mics. They know your headphones. And, you know, this building and how, you know, it works. And, Mm -hmm. And he really knew that. Yeah. I mean, you got to. This is kind of a, mm. you know, it's a funky old place. <laughs> yes, it is. Funky old place. And you're not I just like talking it. about the smell. <laughs> it is. Well, no, that yeah. isn't. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, not much in local politics. Not much going not on Not a right whole now. lot going on. Now, I, there is going to be a candidate forum um, in, at the beginning of next month mm-hmm. for uh, candidates for the Northwest District of the City Commission. Right. right. Uh, so that's coming up. Yeah, that's going to be. Where are they holding that? That will be at the Just Dance Studio on Kentucky Avenue in downtown, Mm -hmm. and I think it's October the fifth. Yes, one two four at six thirty in the evening, and it's open to anyone, of course. And you'll come out and uh, get to hear the candidates debate. And uh, Swan Forums is uh, hosting it. And uh, oh, good. uh, Yeah, they're um, a a local organization that uh, brings. healthy debate mm-hmm. to the community rather mm-hmm. than you're stupid no you're stupid um, well, that's, that, that's not that's idea. not an actual debate um that's, that, that yeah. would not be a debate no that would be a fight <laughs> you have to sell tickets uh, for that they did fight you know yeah that's how well, married like yeah. on tv what a love. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, Sharon. Sharon said that's being married. <laughs> that's Len's line. Sharon said that's being married. <laughs> Usually uh, Len yeah. says stuff like that. They're not that, marrying each so... other. The people running for commission. Funny. <laughs> Very funny. Anyway. But this is actually an off year. I mean, you know, we have a couple of little local races and replacement races and things like that, but we don't have, you know, we're not electing a mayor. We're mm-hmm. not, you know, we're not replacing the county commission in Toto or anything like that, so. So I guess we'll just have to struggle through without mm. electoral politics. Although I've noticed that it never stops. So, you know, if you want to get involved in a campaign yeah. or you want to get involved in, in somebody ramping up for 2024, you know, now's probably the time. Get in on the ground floor because mm. they are looking. Yes. Give a little yeah. new insight. You're going to run, mm-hmm. sure. Me? Absolutely. City commission? No. 
No. <laughs> no. That was a resounding no. I almost forgot that. You didn't we even have, think uh, about it. We have Constitution she Day. Have to think about oh, that's right. Tell Constitution us about Day it. is on Sunday. This Sunday. And uh, yeah, the seventeenth. Okay. And uh, my first year students every year are tasked in the first two weeks of their being in class with organizing, managing, staffing, and arranging this campus-wide event. And so, actually, Mir Mutz is going to be there, among yeah. others. Um, He's uh, awesome. Justice Lewis yeah. will be there uh, speaking. And uh, I don't know who else they have. I mean, I, I usually know very little about what they're doing until I arrive there uh, because this is entirely put together by the first-year students. Now, is this a huge portion of their grade for the semester? No, no <laughs> it, it isn't. Um, but I'll tell you, it always succeeds. Yeah. They always manage. They, they collude with the upper college. The upper college sit around like wise wise people and, and give them advice and <laughs> stuff like that. that. They don't yeah. actually lift anything. But um, the first-year students have to do all the heavy lifting mm. And uh, it's so. Do they have to go in front of the uh, upperclassmen and kneel and say, "Your Highness, will you please help me?" It's weird. Florida Southern doesn't work like that, and I'll tell you how it does work. They're dawn. You know what you were talking about is a high school thing, and and that may be the case at some of our other colleges. But at Florida Southern, the upper college remembers being in the spot of having to arrange something like Mm -hmm. Constitution Day or, or an election watch or. Et cetera, et cetera, some of the other things that they put together. Yeah. And they remember that and they want these people to stay. And so they work really hard to, uh, to make sure that they're clued in on all the institutional stuff and that they have, you know, if they want to know, well, how does Anderson actually grade? They'll tell them, you know, and this kind of thing. They want to help. So. And then you have to throw them a curveball and grade differently. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, not at my using, age. I'm not. Start using <laughs> shapes and numbers, you know? I thought, grades. yeah, maybe writing in Hebrew. Yeah, probably. like you got a square. If I knew Hebrew, that's which stinks, I don't. You know, Cyrillic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. A square, I wanted an ellipsis. Exactly. That's what you want. Oh. That's the good one. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> you got two triangles? What's that mean? I don't know. Grades are... I want to hear from the count how many people know what you just said. I don't want to hear my philosophy on grades. So Constitution Day this Sunday. Constitution Day. It's always the 17th. It's always the 17th. Okay. Ever is that the, uh, the anniversary of the uh, uh, of the ratification it's, of the Constitution? No, it's the uh, the the uh, anniversary of the ratification of the desire for somebody to have Constitution Day. Okay, <laughs> it's Fritz Hollings, um, who was then the senior senator from South Carolina, who pushed this through because he became annoyed the way you were about divisions in the country. Mm. He said, "You know, if we could all just focus for a minute on how we got here, yeah, if we could just mm-hmm. understand this document just a little, it's only four pages, folks." He said. Can't we just sit down and spend at least a half an hour on one day out of the year talking about this? Yeah. Mm. And, of course, that, that blossomed into what we now have as, a, uh, as another patriotic holiday, kind of. It's yeah. not a holiday, right? right? We don't take the day off, although a few people work on Sunday. But um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very good thing. How many times have you had somebody say to you, oh, well, that would work except it's unconstitutional. Oh, or, yeah. oh they can't do that. That's unconstitutional. Well, you know, after you've been to one of our Constitution days, you can pull out that little pocket Constitution mm. and say, oh, yeah? Oh, <laughs> Show yeah. me in here where it <laughs> says that. Show me where it says that. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Uh, exactly right. Awesome. <laughs> but they play games. They, you know, it, it gets a little silly at times. And yeah. then we have a serious angle to it, too, of course. Nice. And they serve food and they grill out. Ooh, they have a, a grill they that grill. goes with, nice. uh, 
you know, veggie burgers and, nice. and hamburgers and is that hot dogs. What all, we should go is, for the Is food. that what all the tents are around? Because I've seen a couple of tents go yeah, up I've around the, the campus. Is that have anything to do with Constitution Day? A couple of what? Tents. Tents. Like, like fold-out tents. Um, no, we, we always we have something going on almost every weekend. Okay. And so, you know, there's there, there are student activities. The student activities people okay. keep, keep people busy. Cool. They're always doing something. Dr. Bruce Anderson, Florida Southern College. Dr. Bruce, thank you very much. It's always Thanks great to see you. Hello, and here's what's happening around Central Florida. It's time for the 2023 Winter Haven Ducks Unlimited Dinner. It's October 19th at Venue 650, 656 Street Southwest in Winter Haven. You won't want to miss all the fun and fellowship as they celebrate wetland and waterfowl conservation. There are plenty of opportunities to win limited edition Ducks Unlimited merchandise, outdoor gear, and guns. Come support wetland conservation and help preserve our hunting heritage. Your tax-deductible ticket to the banquet includes a one-year membership to Ducks Unlimited and dinner catered by High Stakes Catering. Once again, there are raffle tables loaded with outdoor gear featuring numerous guns, decoys, fishing equipment, and many other outdoor-oriented products. There are also special raffles featured throughout the night. It's the 2023 Winter Haven Ducks Unlimited Dinner, October 19th at Venue 650 in Winter Haven. For more information, call 863-514-6163 or 863-206-6154. And that's what's happening around Central Florida. that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.